welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters like you how to have more turkeys on your property and more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this through tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. And now, for this week's show. Welcome back to episode two of the Turkey Hunter podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. And today's episode is a little bit long, so we're going to break it into two parts. Let's get started with part one right now. Today, I want to go over six strategies for hinned-up gobblers. And there's really not much more irritating than going to the woods early in the morning, hear a turkey gobble on the roost, you walk over to where he is, and then you hear ever so faintly in one of the trees very near him, you hear a tree call of a hen. I mean, that, that to me really changes the strategy and, and what I have to do that day. I know that I'm very likely not going to be able to call that turkey directly off the roost and, and have him come down to me. And I say that especially because where I hunt, most often, the gobbler will stay in the tree until the hen flies down, and he'll wait on the hen to fly down and walk underneath his tree before he pitches down. So if he doesn't see a hen, he'll stay in the tree until he does, and then he'll fly down. And I know it's not like that a lot of other places that you may hunt. I know in particular I hunted one place down near Lake Martin, and the gobblers would fly down first on this piece of property, and it was pitch black dark, and the gobblers would fly down, hit the ground, start gobbling, and they would go to where the hens were, and then the hens would start to pitch down around the gobblers. But that's not something that you see very often. At least I've not seen it very often. When you get to that situation and you and you're you know you're hunting hinned up gobblers, then there's six things that you want to do. The first thing is you want to try to imitate the boss hen. Once those turkeys fly down and they're flocked up together pretty tight, you hear that boss hen in there and she's calling, she's calling louder than everybody else. She's calling more than all the other hens. And she's just, you know that she's the boss of the bunch. So the goal is to basically just imitate her. And you want to get her mad enough that she'll bring the rest of the flock with her, including her boyfriend, of course, to check out who that sassy new hen on the block is. So if she yelps, then all you want to do is yelp just like she does. You want to mimic her cadence and her length. And you want to be a little bit louder and a little bit sassier. So if she gives you a yelp of, then you give her a So you want to match her cadence, the length of her call, and you just want to be a little bit sassier than she is. If she cuts, again, you want to cut a little bit louder and a little bit sassier than she does. So if she gives you a 
then you want to give her. So, it basically boils down to this. If you remember back to when you were a kid, if you have siblings, I, I've got I've got two brothers, older brothers, and they used to torture me like crazy um, when I was young. And so, one of the things that they used to do was play the copy game, where whatever I said, they would mimic it. This may go on for many minutes. And, you know, they're just copying me. Everything that I say, they say. I say stop, and they say stop. I say keep on, they say keep on. So they just keep doing that until they would aggravate the heck out of me. And, um, you know, after a while, it irritated me to the point where I would either quit talking, period, or I'd go tell my parents. And the last option is I'd get in a fight. You know, so I'd go up there and hit one of them, and because they're older and stronger, they used to beat the crap out of me, so that didn't go over real well. But uh, you you got to know that turkeys are not too much different than we humans are in many aspects, and um, you know the turkeys they can't go tell their parents that you're irritating them. But what you'll end up finding is that you'll either get that hen mad enough to where she'll come in if you're copying her, she'll come in looking to fight, or you'll get her to quit talking and she'll leave. So a lot of times that's not a bad thing. Now, if she does leave, then I highly, highly, highly recommend that you sit still for at least 30 minutes. That flock of turkeys that you've been calling to for the past 15 minutes to an hour, there may be one or two subordinate gobblers in that group, and you may have gotten one of those gobblers to think, that he's awfully tired of getting his rear end whipped every time that he try to, tries to satisfy the need to be a baby turkey daddy. So if he gets to thinking that and he thinks, hey, there's another hen over here in the woods and um, you know I can slip away from the flock and go tend to some business over here with her, then you may just find that he comes bebopping into you. Now, if he does break from the flock and he comes to you, in all likelihood, he is going to come in silently. you got to remember, he's a subordinate bird. The dominant bird is right there in the flock with him. And he is not going to gobble and draw a lot of attention to let that dominant gobbler know that he's about to go try to breed another hen. So just keep your eyes open and listen. You know, If you hear a turkey walking in the woods, it may very well be him. So that's one strategy to calling up hend up gobblers. Another strategy that I like is to hunt late morning, midday, and afternoon. That is if your state law allows it. A lot of times up in the day, gobblers will lose the hens. They'll get separated from the flock. Now it could be that a bobcat or a coyote or a dog or even a human has busted up the flock and that gobbler has gotten separated from his women. And in that case, He's going to be lonely and looking for a little love and a little company. So if you're out in the woods in the midday and afternoon, it's a good strategy to go where you know that the turkeys, where turkeys hang out and set up and do some calling. Another strategy in, in midday and, and afternoons is to run and gun. You know, hit a spot, call. If you get a response, great, you're, you've got a hunt. If you don't, then move on and go find another spot until you can find a turkey that, that does respond. So 
uh, that's always a good strategy. If you if you can get a turkey to gobble late, you, you know, in the afternoons, most of the time that turkey's not going to have a hen with him, and you stand a very good chance of calling that turkey in. So um, afternoon hunts, I love them. Now, just to kind of drive the point home about hunting late morning, um, I was down at my hunting camp with my buddy of mine, Todd, and we turkey hunt a good bit together. And We started out in the morning hunting together, and we did not hear the first turkey gobble. Didn't hear one gobble on the roost. We didn't hear one gobble after fly down. And this was about, I'd say, probably 9 o'clock. I finally looked at Todd, and I said, all right, well, we're not doing any good, so we're going to split up. You go hunt this field over in this direction. I'm going to go hunt this field over in this direction. We've only got about an hour because I had to leave to get back to Birmingham for my brother's birthday party. And we'll just meet back at the truck at 10 a.m. So we separate. Todd went his way. I went mine. As soon as I sat down against the tree just back in the woods from the edge of the field, I clucked and a turkey gobbled. He was probably 75 yards from me. That's the first turkey. This was, you know, 9.15. That's the first turkey that I heard gobble all morning long. I called, he gobbled. I called, he gobbled. I called and he didn't gobble. A different turkey gobbled a little bit further back. Anyway, I ended up killing that turkey. The second turkey, the first turkey, I think, was a subordinate bird that had gotten run off by the bigger bird. Uh, the second one that gobbled. But uh, I ended up killing that turkey and being about an hour late for my brother's birthday party, which is not unusual for me to be late to family events in the springtime. So um, that is you know, a good example of a, a successful midday hunt. You just don't ever know when, when you're going to strike a, a turkey gobble to gobble. And you know, a lot of times they're not going to gobble if they've got hens with them. Why should they? There's really no reason for them to. So if you can catch them when they've gotten away from their hands or gotten separated from their hands, then you stand a really good chance of calling one in. All right, one last strategy for hinned-up gobblers is actually one of my favorite, and that is to gobble back at that gobbler. And that just spurs his instinct to fight to defend his property, which basically is that flock of women. The way that typically works, when I've done it in the past and been successful with it, the way it works, is that you hear a turkey gobble, and if you'll gobble right back at him with a box call or a tube, gobble tube, or you know one of the Hank calls or any of those kind of calls, if, you can, if you've mastered that, then if that turkey answers you back, hit him again. And if he answers you again, then you could either hit him again or you can just sit still. What that does is that makes that turkey so mad that he will break away from the hens a lot of times and he'll come in to you. Now when I've had this work and I've had him leave um, a group of hens I've been pretty close to the turkey that was gobbling and so you know you you want to um, make sure that you're a reasonable distance. He's not going to leave a flock of hens and walk a half mile to want to fight. But if you're in his area and you are challenging him, he will walk away from those hens to fight you. And, of course, he's going to lose that battle. So typically, you know, how that works is 
the turkey will gobble, and then I'll take my box call and I'll gobble back. And he gobbles again, and I hit him one more time. He gobbles again, and I'll hit him one more time. And then I'll put the call down, and I won't make another turkey sound. I'll wait on him to let me know what he's doing. I had this work very well for me on a hunt where I'd been, I'd heard this turkey gobble, he was a long way off, and I, I walked over to where he was, and I'm at the top of a hill, he's down at the bottom of a hill, and he's in a green field, and every hen call I make, whether it's a cluck or a yelp or a cut, he gobbles at. And I cannot for the life of me figure out why this turkey will not break away and come to me. So I eased down to the field, and again, I was able to use the terrain to my advantage, but I eased down to the field and I looked um, just over a little rise that was on the edge of the field between, it was actually between me and the field. I looked over that little rise and I saw the gobbler there. And so I sat back down and I called and the turkey gobbled. I called and the turkey gobbled. Put the call down and I wait. And I wait. And I wait. And nothing. The crow calls and he gobbles. And he's not moved. He's in the exact same spot. And I thought, oh, why in the world? There's literally nothing between me and this turkey other than this very small hill that the field wraps around. So he could stay in the field and walk to where I am. But he won't do it. So I waited a few minutes, let things kind of die down a little bit, calm down a little bit. And I peeked back over the hill the turkey's standing in the, in the exact same spot that he's been standing in. And I peek up just a little bit more, and I see a hen. And she's standing in the field eating. And she, actually, she's walking around the field eating. And so I knew I was not going to be able to call him away. He, he was there with her. He was within 10 yards of her. She had no interest in coming over to where I was, so he had no interest in coming over to where I was. So I took out my box call and my crow call, and I crowed. And then I took my, my box call and I went. And when I did, he gobbled. And I gobbled. And he gobbled. And I gobbled back at him. I set the call down, squatted down on the ground, and I waited. And it was not 30 seconds. That turkey had covered about 150 yards. And he came around the point where that hill went down into the field and leveled out. He came around that point right there and I waxed him. But there's no way that I would have been able to call that turkey in, I'm convinced, had I not gobbled at him. So I'm a huge fan of gobbling at turkeys, period. Whether it's hinned up gobblers or late season bachelor gobblers that are out running around in the woods doing whatever it is. I'm a big fan of gobbling at turkeys. But you have to be careful doing it. You are making the sound that every hunter in the woods wants to hear and you are going to attract hunters to where you are. Even if you're hunting private property, Please be very careful if you're going to gobble and use that as one of your calling strategies. It's 
very enticing when one of your neighbors hears a gobble over on your property for him to come over and check that gobble out. So um, just be careful when you do that. And uh, if you're hunting public property, absolutely do not use a gobble call. Use one of these other strategies to hunt those hand-up birds. Well, that's all for today. For part one of episode two of Six Strategies to Deal with Hind-Up Gobblers, tune in next week and I will share the other three strategies with you. We look forward to seeing you then, and in the meantime, hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.